0: good morning and welcome back everybody my name is darian phillips i'm joined by your co-host over there simran sandhu and this is today's episode of the five minute drill brought to you by l5 media Last Friday, President Trump stirred up some controversy with his move to fire Jeffrey Berman, the U.S. attorney for the Southern District of New York, and while Mr. Trump was the one to execute this arrangement, Attorney General William Barr was the one who caught most of the flack. Mr. Barr has been under scrutiny for quite some time now after being accused of pursuing actions that undermine the Justice Department's independence and too closely aligned with President Trump's personal agenda. Critics also felt that this may have been poor timing for such a drastic move, considering the Justice Department's morale is quite low after receiving a significant amount of backlash recently.
1: Yeah, I think we can all agree that the past few days haven't been great for President Trump. After claiming that his rally in Tulsa had nearly 1 million people registered, it turned out that a very small number of them actually came to the rally. Only 6,200 people attended the event to hear the president's speech, which covered topics such as immigration, the NFL, protesting, and flag burning. Now heading into this week, President Trump will travel to Arizona and Wisconsin for more campaign-related events.
0: And Senate Republicans are also trying to figure out how to best position their party for this year's election. While many of them believe the economy may need another stimulus bill, they are worried that conservative supporters may not be in favor of such a move. So, for the time being, they're holding off and waiting to see if the economy can recover without additional support and have postponed conversations for another stimulus package until mid July, which is when unemployed Americans are scheduled to stop receiving those $600 weekly jobless payments coming from that $2.2 trillion. CARES Act that was passed back in March.
1: And if we take a moment to move outside of domestic news, there's been some conflict on the international side. Tensions between India and China escalated after a recent fight which resulted in the death of 20 Indian soldiers, and experts now believe there's a high chance that Indian policymakers will expand their military cooperation with the U.S. in order to combat China. And speaking of the beast
0: out east, the Commerce Department seems to have one mission in mind right now, listeners, and that is to suffocate Chinese telecom giant Huawei. Last year, the company was banned from purchasing American parts, and now the Commerce Department has taken it one step further, restricting chip makers around the globe using U.S. technology from supplying semiconductors to Huawei. Now, the company says the rollout, maintenance, and operations of its 5G network will be severely disrupted from this move.
1: Well, the timing of the news is a bit ironic, especially after Samsung announced that it will be releasing the Galaxy A71 this Friday, which will be their cheapest 5G-enabled phone in the US, as it will retail around $600.
0: And American Airlines is on the hunt for more money with an appetite like a growing teenager for new financing. This time, the airline is looking to secure $3.5 billion as it grapples with travel restrictions stemming from the coronavirus. As of now, it sounds like $1.5 billion will be raised by issuing new shares and convertible senior notes due in 2025. Another $1.5 will be from senior secured notes, and the remaining $500 million will come from term loans due in 2024.
1: Well, it doesn't help them very much that consumers are saving money at record high levels. U.S. banks have experienced a $2 trillion increase in their deposit accounts, and actually most of the growth is happening in banks such as JP Morgan, Bank of America, and Citigroup. Now, one direct implication is that banks will decrease their interest rates, which are already pretty low to begin with.
0: And consumers aren't the only ones hoarding cash right now. Companies have been stockpiling the green goodies for months now, so much so that analysts reported the median increase in cash and short-term investments for S&P companies was up nearly 14% last quarter compared to just 4% in the three quarters before that.
1: And with the Juneteenth holiday this past Friday, trading for several black-owned companies such as Broadway Financial Corporation and Urban One were briefly stopped due to high trading volumes as investors tried to find ways to support the black community, according to the Wall Street Journal.
0: And as we kick off the week ahead, we've got a quick little preview on what to expect from markets listeners. Futures dipped 10 basis points for all major U.S. indexes on Sunday after capping off a respectable performance last week.
1: And that's all we've got for you this Monday morning. Let's start the week off on a great note, and that begins by subscribing wherever you get your podcasts. Take care, everyone, and we look forward to catching you bright and early Tuesday morning as we continue our journey to redefine how you experience news.